With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, Fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. You are listening to the Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Final hour on this Wednesday. Hall of Famer Reggie Miller will stop by his weekly pit stop. He'll be working the Heat and the Celtics. That'll be game one coming up tonight. And the Heat are an eight-point underdog tonight. What if they steal one? Celtics went through a seven-game series. What if Miami comes in there and Jimmy Butler has a Jimmy Butler night? In case you're wondering, over-under tonight, this according to DraftKings, over-under Jimmy Butler points, game one, Marvin? 29.5. Paulie? 26.5. Seton? 27.5. Bloop! Bloop! Nailed it. Yeah, you did it. Nailed it. All right. Jason Tatum? Todd, over, under tonight? 30 and a half. All right. Marv? 28 and a half. Paulie? Market correction, 25 and a half. Seton? 29 and a half. Blue, what? <laughs> Look at you. Okay. Two for two. Okay. All right. Let me see if you'll get this one. The 34 and a half. Over, under. Shut up. Right. Over, <laughs> over, under, points, Al Horford, Future Hall of Famer. <laughs> it doesn't say that on the sheet. No, it does not. Okay. Seton, seven and a half. Blue yes! No way! <laughs> Trifecta? Yes! That's not possible. Seven and a half. Let's go! Wow. Yeah. Wow. Poor Al Harford, listen to this. That's an impressive performance. What a run just now. An incredible run. They have a triple yeah, single. Like the Joker. You're a, very, a Joker. Very boring, but I got it done. You so. did. Yeah. You got a triple double there. Okay. Uh, the Lakers uh, felt like they were playing catch up the entire night, and they were. And I thought they had a great chance to win that game. But uh, in the final couple of minutes, uh, LeBron did not look like LeBron. And uh, they let one get away. Joker was wonderful, 34, 21, and 14. But can you count on Anthony Davis to put up 40 in game two? Can you count on Jamal Murray to have, what did he have, 30, 31? Uh, can he do that? So you're, you're looking at this, and I'm thinking, okay, what can I rely on here? Joker's going to give you great numbers. Do I think Jamal Murray's going to continue to do that? I don't. Do I think AD is going to put up, you know, 35-40 every night? I don't. LeBron, a triple-double, yes. Austin Reeves, you, you got 23 out of him. So it's you're really looking at the supporting cast. 
Uh, you know, who is going to help Joker and who's going to help LeBron? AD probably won't start out on uh, Joker. Uh, you know, based off what we saw at the end of the game, Rui Hachimura did a great job and allow Anthony Davis just to sort of patrol the lane, and maybe that's the approach. Here's the thing. Now the Nuggets know they got 48 hours to prepare for that. This isn't one of those, and we had Scott Hastings on, who's a Nuggets announcer. He joined his first hour, and he said, you know, you, you could have surprised Denver by starting game two that way and letting them adjust during a game as opposed to giving them 48 hours to prepare for that. But uh, he thought that game one was the most important because you had some rest leading up to it, Now it's every other day that you're going to be playing in this series. Stat of the Day brought to you by the great folks at Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. Spurs win the NBA draft. Poll question for the final hour is going to be what, Seton O'Connor? Well, Dan, we do have a leftover from yesterday's hit poll question. The uh, cringy, who will be him in the Celtics Heat series? Oh, okay. Uh, Jason Tatum, Jimmy Butler, Jalen Brown, or other. Mm. Who will be him? him? Yes. Okay. This is fun because uh, when you post something like this on Twitter, people don't realize that it's meant to be a joke or like tongue-in-cheek. And they're yeah. like, oh, my God, what are you guys saying? <laughs> like, chill, it's just a joke. Not everybody gets our sense of humor. True story. Yeah, they, True no, story. Too, yeah, they don't. All right, so Reggie will join us uh, coming up. Victor Wambayama is coming to San Antonio. They've done it again. If you look, if I take Patrick Ewing out of this, the number one overall pick – Winning that lottery, that you go, they were surefires. So you got Shaq, you got Tim Duncan, David Robinson, uh, Victor Wambayama, and LeBron. That's it. So the Spurs have won three of those five lotteries. If you said that Victor Wambayama is going to be David Robinson, you'd say, absolutely. He'll live up to the hype. Can he be Tim Duncan? who's a top 10 player of all time. Adrian Wojnarowski, the NBA insider, talked about Wambayama's talents. This is the most highly anticipated player to ever enter the NBA. And this is maybe not only the greatest prospect uh, in the NBA's history, maybe the greatest prospect in the history of team sports. Wow. Okay. Uh, that's open to interpretation. But uh, he's he's one of the more... He's one of the biggest curiosities that I can remember because we haven't seen him. We, we got to see LeBron. His high school games were on ESPN, too. We got to see Lou Alcindor play. Uh, you can go down the list of great players that we were waiting for them to play. Even Arch Manning, you got to see his high school games if you wanted to. He's not even going to start at Texas this year. But that hype, that buildup, Wembayama is he's not even Luka from the standpoint of we could see Luca's games, and he had been playing against the uh, against grownups in the European League since he was 15. Wembeyama sort of emerged on the national scene the last year, where you started to hear about he's growing, he's seven five, wingspan eight feet, and then he played over here a couple of games, showed that he had range, had handle, and uh, that ability to play defense uh, inside and outside. He could almost be inside and play defense on the perimeter, uh, that wingspan. So there's a curiosity with him. It, it's different than with LeBron or Luau Sindor, in my opinion, because I got to see that already. They were being called the greatest. You know, 
Kareem's the greatest college player of all time. And LeBron lived up to the hype after being called the chosen one at age, what, 15 or 16. Yeah, Paul. I watched a lot of NBA coverage this past week, and no one, I've heard one person even have a measured take on Wimbayana. Like, he could be great, but not all time great. It feels like all time or nothing. Is there any chance he could be Kristaps Porzingis, who we thought a lot of? We thought he was a unicorn, an outside to in guy who's over 7'2, yeah. who could shoot. And he's had a very nice career. The guy averages like 23 and 9. Those are really nice numbers, and he shoots well from the outside. But, you know, Porzingis is disappointed to a point. And he was supposed to be that that unicorn outside inside guy who who's seven three or taller. Yeah, went to the uh, the Knicks and then went to Dallas and now with Washington and and sort of forgotten about now. And you watch, and, and it's not like he takes over a game or you go, oh my gosh, I haven't seen this. We're expecting Wambayama to be something we we have not seen before. Yes, he. And I think like if San Antonio fans might be hearing this conversation, and be like, why are you guys crapping on this kid? when yesterday he was a hero, but it's not. It's the coverage of him. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's the coverage. It's the, the There are people that are just going so overboard right now where, yeah, he probably is. A generational talent is a nice thing to use, but the greatest physical specimen ever to exist. Right? Yeah. I mean, we're getting a little crazy, and you're putting expectations on a player that are going to be almost impossible to meet. Yeah, if he's a really good player, then, you know, that, that he'll beat the odds. Especially at that size, because, you know, I mentioned this earlier that uh, there have been nine players seven foot five or taller who played in the NBA. Yao Ming's the only one to average at least 10 points per game. You know, you had Sean Bradley in there and Manute Bowl, but, you know, we're, he should be able to make the transition because he, he's grown up understanding that the game is different. If, if this was 20 years ago, he'd be a back to the basket kind of player. Now you grow up, you play in Europe, you have to have a handle, you have to have a jump shot. Uh, you know, these are things that are required over there. Whereas here, it's more about, hey, can you dunk? Uh, how's your crossover? How's your highlight? Yeah, Paulie. I, I just hope we haven't set this kid up to have, let's say he averages 15 and 7 next year. Would that be a disappointment? Probably. It will be to people, but it wouldn't be for me. Right. Like Yao Ming came in the league at 22, three years more mature than uh, Wimbayana. And he averaged 13 and 8 in two blocks. He was nice. Took Three years later, he's averaging 24 and 11 in four blocks. Yeah. But it took a while. Yao didn't hit his stride till age 25. So they're, they're, I don't think there's going to be any patience with this kid. Well, what did Kevin Durant average his first year in Seattle? I think 28. <laughs> I got checked. Did he? Because there were a lot of questions about him, you know, just durability. Oh, how's he going to hold up? Yes, he. But theoretically, he's going to go to San Antonio and immediately be the number one option. The number one well, guy there, right? Well, here's the tricky part. So he should get his touches. He should get it. You've got a really disciplined coach. And I wonder how Popovich handles him. Because he can be tough on players. And I wonder how he is with Victor Wambayama, who is going to be 19 years of age. He had Tim Duncan. Well, Tim was probably 23. He had David Robinson, who was probably 22 or 23. That's a big difference in the NBA. Do I think with those talents he should be great? Yes. Do I think he's going to be an all-star to start out with? No. KD averaged 20, four rebounds, two assists. He was rookie of the year. That's pretty good. 
Yeah, Paul. If you go back to Greg Popovich, his career is one of the more random things that's ever happened. He came in the league. He was an assistant coach with the Warriors. At 48, he gets hired as an assistant with the San Antonio Spurs, 96-97. And he's under Bob Hill. Bob Hill had a successful career there. All of a sudden, David Robinson hurts his back. At age 30, hurts his back. They're the worst team in the league at 17-47. and Mid-season, Greg Popovich gets the gig. <laughs> the Robinson can't come back. They have the worst record in the league. They get Tim Duncan. I don't think they wanted David to come back from the back injury that year. If David Robinson doesn't hurt his back that year, Bob Hill coaches for a while, probably there. And Tim Duncan ends up in Boston, and Rick Pitino is, would have still been the coach up there. Wild. Yeah. Kyle in San Antonio. Kyle, congratulations on uh, Victor Wambayama. I'm really from Portland, Oregon. I live in San Antonio. <laughs> Diehard Blazers fan. And I think that Jokic reminds me of what Arvita Sabonis could have been had he not been, you know, subject to the Soviet Union. Sure. And uh, I love Damian Lillard, and I can't believe the palaver of you suggesting that he doesn't retire as a Portland Trail Blazer, the best of all time. You think that he'll end his career in Portland? Oh, I am praying to the gods of basketball that he does. Okay. I lived through the, through the jailblazers. It was terrible. I would like to see a great end to his career in Portland. Do you like Reggie Miller, who please say hi to him for me when he when he's in the, I love Reggie Miller. He stayed there the whole time, got you know. No, 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 Kyle, I would love Dame Litter to stay in Portland. But if you're not going to build around him, then let him go. No, Bill. I I agree. Build around him. I look. They've got billions of dollars. They can go, you know, pay everybody that they can possibly pay to come play with him. He's awesome. He's a character guy. He's he's just great. He we, we, I know, but you're telling me things that we know, and I want him to stay there. But if you're not going, he said this. If you're if you're going to have a young team, then you know maybe that's not the place for him. I love when players stay, you know, with the team that they were drafted by. But, you know, I want to, I'm sure that he wants to have something where these games mean something to him. He's another player that you don't watch during the regular season, then all of a sudden he shows up in the postseason. You go, God, that guy's unbelievable. Yeah. And he's unbelievable during the regular season as well. Matthew in San Antonio. Hey, Matt, what's on your mind? Thank you, Dan, for taking the call. I uh, called yesterday about uh, – and y'all have been talking about it with uh, with Wendy. Uh, we felt like we won the national title or the NBA title last <laughs> night. It was very. It's been a rough three years, so I just wanted to, you know, like y'all said, give the flowers to San Antonio. It's well, congratulations, Matthew. Yes, you called yesterday, and here you go: Tim Duncan, David Robinson, Victor Wambayama. Yes, Marv. Is it Spurs at Lakers to open up the season? Yeah. Sure. Christmas night. Christmas. Ooh, they got competition from the NBA this year, though. Games on Christmas. All right, let me take a break. Reggie Miller said to join us. We're back after this. Shopping for tires. Only one place to go. TireRack.com. Fast, free shipping. Free road hazard protection. That's just the start. They test their tires. You know how they test them? They have their own test track. They push the tires to the limit. Therefore, they know exactly what they're recommending. Right tires for how and what and where you drive. TireRack.com slash Dan. You tell them they have an uh, easy-to-use tire decision guide, a personalized tire recommendation. They sell only the best. Full lineup of Goodyear tires, ship fast and free, 
And uh, there's over 10,000 recommended installers or mobile tire installation available in many areas, bringing the tires to you at home or work, and then they install them on site. Usually takes about an hour. Go to TireRack.com slash Dan. You'll see their Goodyear test results, special offers that they have. Once you do it, you'll never do it with anybody else again. You'll be in love with TireRack.com. That's TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack.com is the way tire buying should be. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces, like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, or you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it Whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, Fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Intelligence runs in the family. Innovation runs in the family. Extraordinary runs in the family. Mercedes-Benz range of SUVs. Every member waiting to impress. Learn more. MBUSA.com. 
Reggie Miller will be on the call. Tonight's Eastern Conference Finals, Game 1, Heat, Celtics, tip-off, and Boston will be 8.30 Eastern on TNT. We'll get to that coming up. Who was skinnier at age 19? You, Kevin Durant, or Victor Wambayama? Wow. Uh, I'll rank them in this order. I'll go... I'll go Victor one. Ooh. Me two. KD three. I was pretty. I was pretty light. I think I was one seventy two or three. And, and <laughs> you're I, six I six six seven. You're six seven one seventy three ish when the Pacers selected me in eighty seven. All right. The expectations for Victor Wambayama should be what his first year in San Antonio? Well, look, if they're putting the same expectations they put on LeBron James, who was anointed the chosen one by himself and by Sports Illustrated, rookie of the year and the second coming. Look, I've seen all the, the same highlights and uh, that you have, and this young man looks like he has everything it takes to be the next great one. So I think everything short of a rookie of the year um, and I think he's going to the perfect franchise if, again, I think San Antonio will make the smart call and draft him number one. You're going to a system where they're known to highlight the big men, David Robinson, obviously Tim Duncan, and you're next in line. Um, Popovich is one of the greatest NBA coaches we've seen. I think they'll mold him in that right direction. So everything short of a rookie of the year I think, should be on his plate. But Popovich and, like, evolving into today's NBA, he's never really embraced the three. Um, Doesn't seem like it's a, you know, wide-open, fun type of basketball. Um, But I wonder, with him, with Wimbayama, do you let him go? Is he going to be a featured guy? Because, I mean, Pop's pretty conservative. I think he was conservative. I got to disagree with you a little bit. They played an old school type game when David Robinson was there. Okay. And they went, look, they went through different times. So it was David Robinson. Then they, they shifted the offense for Tim Duncan. And when Tim Duncan started to get a little bit older, it was Tony Parker and Manu Ginobili. So they did kind of switch to the threes and wide open, more space, the passing. Um, and Pop has evolved with the times. It depends on who's going to surround um, Victor as well. What other players? they got a very young team. Um, but, again, I think Pop is the right man. If you want to learn what the NBA is all about, I think Pop is, is the right answer here. He's 74. I know. AJ, nothing but a number. I mean, Oh, no, I, but, I, but the thing is, is I wonder if they didn't win this lottery, is Pop going to – you know, does he coach longer or, or you know, is he going to maybe one or two more years? But well, now with Victor Juan Bayama, you know, you're going to want to stay a little bit longer, I think. But let's not forget, Pop is coming off a gold medal as well, coaching all these younger players and all that. So it's not like he's out of touch. He just won a gold medal in, in the recent Olympics and probably he's going to do it again in France coming up. So. I mean, we, I don't want to focus in on his age. I focus in on what 
he has done for the game and his ability to coach these younger players. Yeah, and, and that's fair. I, I just wonder, you know, the passion to continue to coach when you get to be 74, and is it? do, do you look and say, do I, I I guarantee you this. He woke up this, this morning feeling 44. <laughs> he woke up this morning feeling 44 instead of 74 All right. after getting that. How does LeBron feel today waking up after what happened last night? Well, it, it's difficult because – and you have seen and called a lot of playoff games. When you get an opportunity and you're that close to winning a road playoff game, you have to get those games. Again, they put themselves in the hole down 21 as early as the third quarter, and they scratched and clawed their way to get back, and they had opportunities. LeBron misses two or four free throws down the stretch. He misses a three up top to tie it, and then he gets stripped in the end. Um, so if you're LeBron, you're not feeling great, but you're also optimistic. We were this close to getting game one. Uh, we have another opportunity to, you know, still home court advantage in game two. They made some minor adjustments in terms of their coverage on Jokic, putting uh, Ruby on him as opposed to Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis became the roamer and the rim protector, which helped. Um, so let's see if that, factors in in game two but i wonder and we talked to scott hastings in the first hour the nuggets broadcaster and he said if i was going to change up the defense and bring in Rui hachimura i would have done that to start game two because then they have to adjust in the game as opposed to now you've got 48 hours to prepare for that defensive strategy by the lakers and again that worked for a quarter and a half it was successful but don't think that Coach Malone and the Nuggets are not going to adapt and adjust, and Jokic is not going to adjust to, to Rui. One thing that Jeff Van Gundy pointed out, and he's correct, I didn't like Aaron Gordon being at the hash mark because uh, Anthony Davis was guarding him, and yeah. he could be that rim protector. You've got to keep Anthony Davis out of the paint to allow Jokic to go to work on Rui. He, he was bringing his man too close to him. If Gordon is out, Anthony Davis is not there, and you've got to trust your jump shot if you're Anthony Gordon. I was telling people to start the show, a lot of times we'll watch basketball, but we watch highlights. It's rare yeah. when we sit down and watch a game, and maybe a game that may not have excitement written all over, because Joker is not exciting. He's just a brilliant basketball player. But now, because the Lakers are in this, you're watching a full game. So now you get to see just how how he does it. Because he's not going to make the highlights on SportsCenter every night. You know, be a crisp bounce pass or maybe, you know, a nice little uh, you know, three-pointer. Now you're watching and you're going, damn, that's how he does it. And there are certain players, though, Reds, that you have to watch him in a game as opposed to you're watching a highlight and you're going, God, that guy's unbelievable. Kawhi Leonard's like that for me. When Kawhi was Kawhi, he didn't make the highlights because it'd be a you know a nice fifteen foot you know foul line extended jumper at the end of the game or something. The Joker is kind of forcing people to watch exactly how he does what he does. I would also throw probably Jimmy Butler in there there too. Yeah. You're like, oh, huh, time. okay, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I see it. And then when you watch a full forty eight minute game of the Joker, Kawhi, Jimmy Butler. You learn to appreciate it. It's precision basketball when you're watching um, Nicola because 
the best compliment that he's getting is during live action. And if you're looking at Twitter or reading things like that, you see other NBA players commenting like, like this is unbelievable. Like DeJounte Murray saying, how is this, this dude not a three-time MVP? When your peers are commenting how great you are playing and, and the effect that you're having on the game, um, you're right. Sometimes it can be boring. People are used to dunks and the fancy passes and, you know, jumping out of the gym. You're not going to get that with Jokic. What you're going to get is proper footwork, boxing out, persisting passioning, um, making free throws, uh, rebounding in space, and great teamwork. And to me, that's coaches can appreciate that, and your teammates can appreciate that. There's a Tim Duncan feel to his game. Oh, yeah. I mean, just kind of um, structured, not exciting, but extremely efficient. And, you know, Tim, a better defender, Jokic, a better passer. But, you know, sort of that footwork and, uh, you know, kind of systematic torture that they gave you. You look up and you go, wait, those are the numbers that he had? And there are some guys where you go, wait, he only had like 21 <laughs> points? And there are other guys who have 30, and you go, how did he have 30? Well, and he, again, and you go back to guys that Tim Duncan had to go against. Kevin Garnett shaking his head, the best I've ever played against. Shaquille O'Neal, who got locked horns a lot with those Lakers-Spurs moments, shaking his head. Tim Duncan, and it's funny because we, we, you know, we started off this segment talking about Victor. If I'm Pop, yeah. I'm bringing back Tim Duncan. Hey, <laughs> every practice, every film session, come on back because I want you to teach this young man everything that's in your brain. We're talking to Reggie Miller. Be on the call tonight. It's game one in Boston at 8.30 Eastern on TNT. I'm wondering how the Heat steal this game, given that the Celtics just went through what they went through with the 76ers. And I saw where the ESPN analytics said Miami had a 3% chance to win this series. So you're doing the game. How does Miami steal this? Uh Jimmy Butler has to play like he played against Milwaukee. In Milwaukee, he was great to superb. He was fantastic. He absolutely carried them. And that's when Tyler Hero went down in that game one, and he just put the heat on his back, and, and they just rode him to, you know, to the finish line. He was good against New York, but other guys stepped up. I'm not telling him he has to – have a historic 56-point night like he did against Milwaukee. But if he plays like that and Struess, Gabe Vincent, Caleb Martin, Duncan Robinson, they knock down threes like they did in New York because those role players were great. If Jimmy Butler is great and those role players played like they played in that Knicks series, yes, they can steal game one and they can also win this series. The problem is you know what you're going to get with the Celtics. They've got the best defense and offense remaining of all the four playoff teams. Um, they've got great depth off the bench, and they can play big with Robert Williams and Al Horford, or they can play small bringing in Derek White. they got the sixth man of the year, Malcolm Brogdon, and the Heat don't have those bodies. Yeah. Hero gone. Victor Oladipo gone. 
So these other guys have to step up. They've got to make threes, which they weren't great during the regular season, but they've been very good in the playoffs. Can they continue to make threes? And they've got to turn over Boston. If they can turn over Boston, which they've done all playoff series in their games, and get off in transition before Boston can set their defense, they have a shot. The best opening is in Milwaukee, Philly, or Phoenix? Wow. Well, I don't know. KD, Booker, and and you got the Valley of the Sun, Heat. If you're a coach, that's very attractive. But Milwaukee, you've got Giannis, a two-time MVP, and Chris Middleton, who only played 50 games last year, and Holiday. To me, those are the two most attractive spots if you're a head coach. Why did Doc Rivers get fired? Look, I'm going to try to be positive here, Theodore. But look, Unfortunately, players have guaranteed contracts, and the coaches will always be the first to go. Let me first start by saying that. Coaches are always first to go. But, but man, these players got to look themselves in the mirror. That, these guys, some of those players on, the, on that team, I'm not going to name names, are punks. They're punks. Come on, man. Doc is the fall guy. Very much the same way Monty Williams, to me, was the fall guy. In Phoenix, these players got to look themselves in the mirror. I'm putting this on the players. I'm sorry. If you could, I, I just am. If if it was you could keep James Harden or you could keep Doc Rivers, but you couldn't keep them both, who would you keep? Because it feels like that may be what this came down to. You keeping James Harden or Doc Rivers? If I'm ownership group, yeah, yeah. I love me some James Harden, first ballot Hall of Famer. You I'm still keeping, love him? I, I love him, but I'm but I'm keeping Doc Rivers. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I I'm agree. I agree, first ballot Hall of Famer, and I have enjoyed watching him, but I would say, James, thank you. Some nice parting gifts here. And it's not guaranteed that James is going to stay there. No, no. So you got I, rid no, of no, Doc. Yeah. You got rid of Doc, and, and James Harden still can leave. Yeah, but they got to turn this over to Tyrese Maxey and and Joel Embiid. They have to be the two headed monster in there. That, you know, moving forward. All right, uh, I'm running out of time, but I want to get your take. If I said to you, John Morant wants to sit down and talk, what would you talk to John Morant about right now? And nobody's going to hear you. This isn't on camera. This is you, and and you're going to give him advice. What would you say to him? Uh. I want you to look at your inner circle and I want you to write a list down of all your boys, all your homies, right? And I want to look at them all and I want to I want you to burn it up right now. You've got a clean house, young man. And look, the people that he has surrounded himself with and some of this could be family involved as well. You've got to look at the whole picture, my friend. And what you have and what you can achieve, and right now what's being taken away from you. Which life do you want to live? But, Reg, you played with guys who you probably had conversations with that they were doing stupid things. And that didn't mean they stopped doing stupid things. And look at them now. There's cautionary tales all throughout this league. 
There really is. You know, I can give you a handful of guys that I've played with or you've seen on other teams that have gone down this route. Where are they today? Ja Morant, before all this, was being painted as one of the faces of the new league, yeah. of these new up-and-coming young players. And now he's being vilified to his own doing. You're right. This is not us catching him doing something. This is him doing it on his own phone. He self-induced all this. And it felt like the commissioner that this hurt him personally. Yeah, because you know what? We had a face-to-face. We sat down and we locked eyes. And I felt that we were on the same page because the commissioner only wants success for the Memphis Grizzlies and Jaw. And he felt the words coming out of Jaw's mouth, and he believed him. And the old phrase, bamboozled, hoodwink, led astray. That's how the commissioner feels, and he feels embarrassed. That's why it will probably be a heavy suspension coming you, the start of next season. But could you imagine David Stern's approach as opposed to oh, Adam Silver? My, he's lucky David Stern isn't a hold of this. He's so lucky David Stern is not at the helm of this. Uh, he would have been given the Ron Artest. He would have been gone. He would have been given the Ron Artest treatment, which was unfair and unjust. Let me just say that for the brawl. But he would have been given that type of treatment. Yeah, I always thought Ron, like maybe I misread his personality, but Ron Artest seemed like he was a kid, like he was fun. And what happened in Detroit, like just that moment set him off. But you were there with him all the time. Like, how would you describe his personality? He would have his moments where he would come in and out. Um, but I felt I could always rein him in at times and, and showed him and told him the big picture of things about winning. And once he could focus in on just winning as opposed to, I'm not getting this, and I, 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 and I could get him to focus on the we, 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 he understood that. And I'm glad he turned things around and he got a chance with the Lakers to win a championship. And I hope some of those lessons that in those conversations we had in the locker room, on the plane rides, the bus um, I think he, he understood the emphasis on we as opposed to the I. And these kids come in, you know, John thinks he knows everything at 23. Like, he's not going to listen to you. He'd be like, yeah, whatever, you know. You're an old guy, man. I, I got to do what I got to do, man. That's why old heads are so important on championship teams. I, Al Horford, that's why his presence is needed for the Celtics. Haslam, that's why his presence is valuable for the Miami Heat. Uh, DeAndre Jordan for Denver and LeBron for the Lakers. You've got to have old heads, guys that have seen and done Smell touched everything. Hey, by the way, you get a chance to talk about Al Horford, future Hall of Famer tonight. Are you happy about that? Because after that last game when he was <laughs> old for six, when you were texting during the game. He might get a triple single tonight, Reg. I'm just saying. you might. He's got the triple single going. <laughs> I think Al, right. Al may give me seven points, six <laughs> rebounds, four assists, two blocks. Hall of that's good, but that's good. Yeah. That's actually yeah. pretty good. Yeah. You know, because yeah. Taylor and Brown are doing all the heavy lifting. <laughs> <laughs> Have fun tonight. Have fun tonight. Appreciate you, Theodore. Love you, Dennis. Reggie Miller, Hall of Famer, will be on the call tonight. Boston, game one, 830 Eastern on TNT. 
Close-up shop after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go... You can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You could trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the. I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what too is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? Or, I don't know, take over a minute to down a two-liter? Well, if you have, then you're going to love Pick 6. It's the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how you play it during the playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they will have more or less of a stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Also, you track your picks, play against others for a shot to win at some big cash prizes. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now. Use the promo code DPSHOW for a chance to win huge cash prizes. That's code DPSHOW. Only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. Updated odds from DraftKings. Celtics still the favorite to win the title, followed by the Nuggets, then the Lakers, and then Miami Heat, a distant fourth there. 
Also, the odds for the PGA Championship, that gets underway tomorrow. Scotty Scheffler is slight favorite over John Rahm. And then a big jump to Xander Shoffley, Rory McIlroy, and Patrick Cantlay. Uh, this day in sports history, Paulie. Got a couple for you, Dan. 1969, Baltimore, Cleveland, and Pittsburgh agreed to move from the NFL's NFC to the AFC. Uh-huh. Uh, seventy. your guy Hank Aaron became the ninth player to get 3,000 hits. That's, that's nutty. I don't think people realize how many hits he has. Yeah. Uh, 1987, Eric Sleepy Floyd of the Golden State Warriors set the playoff record at the time for a single quarter scoring with 29 points. 1998, David uh, Cohn, I'm sorry, David Wells, David of the New York Yankees, 13th player in modern baseball history to throw a perfect game. David Wells. Uh, Let me see. 1877, Al Spaulding came out with a baseball, and it was officially adopted for Major League Baseball because it was more lively than the balls being used at the time. That was Al Spaulding. Juice ball Spaulding? Yes, that's what they called him. Al Spaulding's balls juiced. And uh, that was 1877. Yes, yes, Todd. I thought it'd be like Al Four Fingers Spalding at that. Once it's under 1900, you get one of those names. Well, no, this was uh, 1915 when you had George Zip Zabel. Okay, he came in with two outs in the first inning. He pitched the rest of the way in a 19 inning performance. That is uh, the longest relief appearance in baseball history. <laughs> nice job, Zip. <laughs> You wouldn't get 19 innings in a month, it feels like, if uh, you're a reliever. Probably not. But why? Uh, these managers drive me crazy. The number of times where you go, just leave him in, leave the guy in. Nope. You know what the analytics say? It's time to bring him in and take him out. And then they end up losing those games. The number of times the managers outmanage themselves is is growing exponentially. And you're going, it's okay. Oh, no, yeah, he's only allowed to face three batters. Oh, what happens if he faces a fourth? Does he Does he die? Like, what happens? His arm falls off? Yeah, Todd. I love when they intentionally walk somebody and they, oh, it's righty-lefty, lefty-lefty matchup or whatever, and the next guy just crushes one. Well, no, I get that. I get that. It's when you take a guy out. Uh, I mean, go back to Joe Madden. He nearly outmanaged himself in, you know, in the World Series. By I'm going to take this guy and take that put guy and this guy. And like, oh, my God. Baseball is a gut feeling more than it is analytics in my mind. At least I've always felt that way. You just have a feeling about somebody. I don't. Tommy Lasorda didn't do analytics where he goes, you know, Eckersley, best reliever in baseball. Let's send up a banged up Kirk Gibson who probably can't even walk to the plate. If you did the analytics, you'd go, no, Gibby, you're not going up there. Tommy Lasorda had a feel, and he put him up there, and he hit one of the most famous home runs in baseball history. Yes, Paul. Go, go back to the pitchers not pitching much, and they used to. There's no way guys like Rhubar Baker back in 1898 were in better physical condition than guys these days. They didn't have Pilates, they didn't have weightlifting, they didn't have any medicine. You know, it just doesn't. I, I don't get it. I don't yes. get why guys can't pitch long. Yes, sir. And then there's always the other way. You leave that guy in just a little too long, and maybe you should have pulled him, but you listen to the catcher or the pitcher, and like, all right, one more batter, and then bang, and they screwed the whole thing well, up. Well, I do want to listen to the catcher. Catcher will tell me a lot. But it's hard to have a conversation with the catcher when the catcher's on the mound with the pitcher, and you go, uh, hey, Tommy, uh, what do you think about Jimmy? Man, he ain't got it. What? What are you talking about? No. Skip, I'd pull him. And the umpire comes running out after three seconds. Let's just beat it up, guys. Let's go. Let's, Let's go. go. Come on, bring it up. Yep. 
Uh, let's see, Steve in Syracuse. Hi, Steve. What's on your mind today? Hi, Dan. Hi, Steve. Uh, well, the first player I thought of after watching Levin Yama's highlights was Ralph Sampson. Remember yeah. him? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 He didn't pan out. I think he lacked passion and fire, but he did have kind of that skill set. Yeah, Ralph was 7'4 and could run the floor. Uh, that was that was a big mystery because Ralph was really famous at Virginia, had that epic showdown with Patrick Ewing, but was just never quite the physical or dominating performer. Yeah, Marv. Hall of Famer, though. Yeah. Yeah. So is Al Horford. <laughs> and Bobby Jones. Bob Bob in Montana. Hi, Bob. What's on your mind? And Casey Jones, also a Hall of Famer. Hey, Bob. Hey. Hey, DP. Proud member of the DDC since 2007. It <laughs> seems like uh, my, my, my Miami Heat are almost an afterthought in the playoffs, and they're only getting a 3% chance of beating the Celtics. I'm willing to go out on a limb and say not only will they whoop the Celtics, mm. they will beat in six games. I'll do a pie to the face bet, and I'll have my 90-year-old mother throw a pie in my face when I'm out oh, there. Oh, who wants, who wants to take Bob up on that? Miami Heat will win in six games. Paulie? Nah, I'm not taking it, but it's got to be Key Lime Pie, South Florida. Uh, Marv? Miami in six? Yeah. I'll take it. Yeah. All right. Marv? Marv uh, signed up there, Bob. Hey, thanks. All righty. That's how it's done. Yes, Marv? But if Miami wins in seven? You win. All right, cool. Yeah. So well, Miami in six. What did you learn today, Todd? We don't need the hyperbole about any one player on the NBA draft lottery. Victor is just a curiosity right now. He's the biggest curiosity we've had in a long time. See, no Connor. I learned I should have seen this coming a mile away. Who will be him in Celtics Heat Series? Hemi Butler. Okay. Oh, <laughs> Todd, what did I learn today? Scott Hastings holds the NBA record for most consecutive games without a steal over a period of three seasons. What? Before you pack your bags for a vacation, secure your home with Simply Safe Home Security. Simply Safe, enjoy peace of mind knowing your home is protected. Customize the perfect system for your home. Takes just a couple of minutes. SimplySafeDan.com. No, no safe like Simply Safe, I think he meant to say. Have a great day, everybody. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Owning a Mercedes-Benz EV isn't just extraordinary. It's extra easy. With full remote access to your vehicle from your phone via the Mercedes Me Connect app, the vehicles are all electric. The feeling is all Mercedes. The choice is all yours. Learn more. MBUSA.com slash EQ.